going on, everybody? I just wanted to let you know real quick that the Hyperfocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's, it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know help me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. So we just finished an A-B test on one of our videos on YouTube, and the results are kind of insane. And I wanted to share them with you guys and some of the takeaways that uh, that we gathered from this. So first of all, what is an A-B test? A-B testing is when you have a video title or a thumbnail or a landing page. It's when you do a this or that type test where maybe you have a landing page and you're like, hey, let's try this headline on this um, on this version of the page. And then let's create another version of the page where it has maybe a slightly different landing, uh, different headline. And then with all the traffic that comes to our website or comes to wherever, we're going to direct half of it to this page, half to the other page. We're going to see how each performs and then aggregate our data and then go from there. Um, whichever one has the better results, we end up you know, going with, with that design. And this is a very, very powerful concept that is critical regardless of what you're trying to create as a, as an entrepreneur. If you're creating ads, if you're creating product landing pages, if you're creating different emails, like that are uh, promotional emails that are going out, you should always be doing AB testing to figure out what's working, what's not working, because often we can, we can fool ourselves into thinking we know exactly what's going to be the most productive version of, of a thing. But the reality is like, you only ever know until, like once you start collecting the data and the data can show you some really compelling things. For instance, this video um, that we just finished the A-B test on, we tested all we changed. We made one tweak, just one tweak. And the result of that was it 20x the video's views. It 20x'd the views. And the same, it's cra- that's a crazy amount for just one simple tweak. Not only that, not only did it get more views, which is something that you, you would expect from you know, this type of a change. But the other thing that it did was it increased the average view time of the video. So in version one, it was viewed on average five minutes and 55 seconds. The other video, the other version of it was viewed nine minutes and 35 seconds. So that's almost, what is that? Two and a half minutes more watch time just based off of one tweak. And I think the thing that's craziest about this is what the tweak was. The tweak itself was a change to the title. We were A-B testing. Is this title more attractive to the audience or is this title more attractive to the audience? Which one is most likely to get a click? And the thing about the title and thumbnail is that we often think the only reason that the only goal of a good title or thumbnail is to increase the, the click-through rate or get more engagement, right? The, the title, the hook of our ad is just to get people to click on the thing, right? But we don't necessarily attribute view watch time to the title. Like why would... Title one have a watch time that's two and a half minutes less than title two. That's very, very interesting. Now, the reason for that is because the, the title and the thumbnail create a first impression. And that first impression impacts everything that you encounter after that. Think about being at a party. It's the first time that you meet a person is they're just being a dick to the server. You now think that person's a dick and that's going to color 
every future interaction that you have with that person. You're probably going to see everything that they do from that point on through the lens of them being a jerk. You're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. So even in situations where they're maybe, you know, pure intent and they're not doing anything wrong, you still have this, this veil of like, that guy's a dick, right? It affects everything that comes after. And so first impressions are critically, critically important as we see in this example of the AB test where the titles were, were very, very different and they led to different click-through rates, different outcomes there, but massively different outcomes on in, on view time. Now, the video in question was um, how to, title one was how to unfuck your life. And title two was how to reinvent yourself or here's how to reinvent yourself. So very, very different. And it's interesting, you know, it, it's not surprising that one might turn off an audience, right? Like when you start swearing in, in a title, that can turn people off. But you would think the people clicking on that title with the swear would not be put off by that idea within the context of the video. So why is it that the second title had such longer view duration than the first title? It, it's it's interesting. The only way that we could have predicted this, like there's no way we could have predicted this, but the only way we could know that this is in fact what was happening was by doing the A-B testing. And so a lot of times when we create something, we think we're we've done all we can. You've created it. Now it's time to publish it and turn it over to the algorithm gods. And, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. But the truth is you actually have a lot of control still. Like the work is not done the moment you hit publish. You still have a lot of ability on a lot of the social media platforms, on ad platforms to be doing this variable testing. If it's on your own website and you've created the landing page, it's never done. You're constantly tweaking, improving, and looking for opportunities to make it more effective. And so the the work has only just begun the moment you hit publish. And I want to I want to share that with you because there's a lot of content sometimes that you think maybe it just sucks. Like you might have created this great piece of content at first you thought it was great, but then it didn't get any engagement, didn't get any visibility. So you think, well, people must not like this. I've had that happen countless times. And what I do is I go back to content that I think is better than the impressions and the engagement would indicate. And I'll tweak the the hook. I'll tweak the intro over and over and over. And I'll try 10, 15 different times and Without fail, I can almost always get that one piece of content to eventually go viral if I just land on the the right hook. And that doesn't mean that it's going to be the second try. It's not the third try. Sometimes it's the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth try. So that's what I'm saying when I'm when you put out this content. It's not just put it out there, push publish, and then be done with it. It's a constant iterative process. So don't give up on a piece of content just because it doesn't take off right out the gate. Keep repurposing, keep tweaking the, the intros, the hooks, and see if you can't get that thing to ignite. And uh, that's all I got. So I just want to share that with you guys because it's a pretty interesting result. And I uh, hope that brings you guys some insight, a little bit of clarity into like what we're what we're doing. If you ever see you know our videos on YouTube, the thumbnails, titles changing, that's what we're doing. We're experimenting. We're seeing, uh, we're making a hypothesis. We're testing it. Then we're iterating, trying to improve. So hope this brings you guys some value. I'll catch you guys in the next video. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friends. Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind the scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show.